and welcome back to Custom Made in New York with your host, Raven Joseph. So today, well, I just want to give you a heads up. My mic is out, so you're going to hear a lot of background noise. Um, I live across from LaGuardia Airport, so <laughs> there are going to be a lot of planes passing by every like two minutes, so I'm not going to make this podcast long. But... I do want to say thank you for joining me again. This is week six, and our topic today is be patient with your finances. So I've been mentioning what's been going on with like finances and some ways to budget. And I just wanted to share my story about like how I even got to this point. Um, When I was 19 years old, I wanted my own car. I was in college. I had saved up money. So I wanted a hoopty. And I decided to get one. I was talking to my mom about it. She doesn't drive. She didn't drive at the time. Neither did my dad. But my sister did. And so my mom, because my sister had just gotten a car a few weeks before, my mom suggested that I go with my sister to get this car. So we ended up going to Brooklyn in New York City. And I was super excited I talked to the people at the counter. They were ready. We were ready to go. Like, I got, my first car was a Chevy Malibu. So I was excited about it. It was old, but it got me from A to B, and it was something that I could afford. I walked into that dealership with, I think, $1,700 or $1,900. At the time, I didn't really understand what interest was or anything like that. I just knew that that's what I wanted. So I'm thinking, all right. This is not this is gonna make sense because I worked minimum wage at the time, which was like five fifteen. And yes, this was a very long time ago and I'm telling my age, but I don't care. But um I did have a job and I did have a down payment. The car was only five thousand dollars, so it was within my budget. Within a year or two, with my minimum wages, I would be able to pay that car off. So I was excited about it. Um I'm ready to go and it's a Saturday afternoon by the time we're done like walking and everything like that I'm ready to go and I go into the office and they're like oh sign this paper and I'm just like okay my sister's standing right next to you my next to me mind you and I remember hesitating but my sister's like go ahead I just bought a car from here so I'm like okay so I sign the paper and I'm going to let you know that the paper did not have any information about the cars purchasing on it. So it was really blank documents. And what they explained to me at the dealership was that they don't process paperwork on a Saturday. But if I wanted to get the car, I would have to write then and there, sign the paper so that I can leave a lot with it. So I'm like, all right, cool. My sister just gave me the go ahead. All right, fine. So I had to pick up, I, I drove the car off the lot. And then as I'm going, this is this, every time I like think of this, I get more and more upset because of the dumb mistakes I've made. Um, yeah. So I'm driving up the road. Mind you, I didn't take the car for a road test. Um, and for some reason I'm pressing on the brake, but it's not really, it's taking so long to actually stop. So I panicked Mind like, if you know New York City and you are a driver or you've ever driven to another borough, you know that the Jackie Robinson is super narrow. So there's no way I was driving that car home. So I brought it back to the dealership and I was like, I can't drive this because the brake doesn't work properly. 
So like, oh, we can tighten that up for you just picking up on Monday. Cool. So Monday, I have to pick up the paperwork along with the car. And my $5,000 car came up to $30,000. It was either $32,000 or $30,000. The interest on the loan, like, I don't even know. I don't even really understand. I don't have that paper. I wish I would have kept it. But it was so traumatizing. Like, I caught panic attacks. I didn't know how I was going to pay that off. $30,000. They didn't even put the right price. They didn't even put that they sold me the car for $5,000. I think they put that they sold me the car for eight or nine. Um, and basically they wouldn't change it, even though they lied. Like <laughs> my, my best friend and I, we went up there, we turned up like trying to get the money back. It was just a um, hot mess. Oh my gosh. And then a few weeks later, I got my first um, bill for Geico at the time. And it was saying that I had to pay $500 a month for the car. Mind you, this is a 99 Chevy Malibu. And I was working minimum wage. How? Sweet, like how? So then I look and they said, we found, because what the guy told me was $99 for, um, for the insurance. when I Before I even left, that's what he told me the price would be. Do you know they freaking put that I was 99 years old on the application for the insurance. And so after it was processed and like caught up to me, it was too late. Yeah. So that was a hot mess. And I ended up having to give back the car. Um, it ruined my credit, like really, 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 really bad. It was so bad. And I ended up having to file for bankruptcy because I couldn't afford to pay that, um, go to school, like school is a priority for me. So it's like, I'm going to choose school over work any day. Like I can't, it just, I can't, it, it just wouldn't work for me. So that was my only option. My mom was highly upset. Um, she was like, if you're borrowing something, you're supposed to pay back. My mom and my dad, they both have great credit. They're not big on spending. So like their credit cards are limited and stuff like that. But when I was in college, they didn't send me money. So I had good, like I would save, I could save my money, but then I was in college, I was away. So I would spend some, so my student loans, I would take a little bit of extra money out. And that's something I don't regret too much because I didn't need it at the time. But like looking at my bill now, I'm just like, ugh, this is so annoying. But yeah, so I didn't know too much about how to even process all of that with the car. My parents didn't drive, so they couldn't even explain to me what was going. I just knew that when they put a stop on my bank account, that was it. I was like, I need to. I didn't want to file bankruptcy. They didn't want to delay the payments, even though they already had the car until I graduated. They didn't want to do any of that. So my five fifteen an hour or five twenty five or however much I was making, maybe it was six hours. I don't know, but it just wasn't enough to pay off that thirty grand. Like it wasn't happening. So I say this all to say that like. I was very upset at that. It stressed me out. And I even found that when I went to the precinct, I tried to file a report and they were like, yeah, this is why this business um, changed their name because they're known for doing these types of things to, um, to people. So I couldn't take them to court because I was too busy with school. I was all the way upstate. So coming back and forth for court dates, it wasn't going to happen. So that was like my only option at the time. And 
I was kind of upset at my sister for that. Like, <laughs> she hadn't even gotten her first bill for the car when she took me there. That's how, like, soon after she purchased the car that she took me there. So she didn't even know. And that, like, made me think for the next time, like, I got to do better. I can't be signing these papers, these blank documents. They totally took advantage of my, like, excited, like, I couldn't even enjoy having a new car. Like, I remember driving it to the block that day and just bawling because I didn't know what I was going to do. Like, I think the most I've ever had in my bank account at that point was, like, probably, like, 2500 you know? So, like, having that, having to pay that off was just, it didn't seem like it was ever going to be possible. But now, today, I can say that I built my credit back up. Um, I have over a 750 credit score and it, it took time and it took patience. I'm just grateful for the experience because it taught me to pay more attention to signing blank, blank documents. Not only that, but just managing my finances better. Like there was no way after that, that I was going to ever ruin my credit. My mom let me have it. Like she would not let go of it. But I taught myself, I actually built my credit back up. I didn't have any credit cards for a couple of years. And I would say, honestly, <laughs> my first two credit cards, one of them was a secured credit card. And I put my own money towards it of $200. And then like every few years, I'd ask for them to, what is it called? Increase my credit limit. And they would because I paid my stuff on time. And then I also at one point didn't was not totally honest about my income and i got a credit card that when you per, use use it for purchases um you actually get to um get points on it i would say i like that credit card i use it mostly but at the same time i feel like i mostly use it because i get points i do remember when my high school teacher, this is the first time, I was 17 when I opened my first bank account, but he was telling me, telling the class that you're not supposed to make small purchases on credit cards. So I don't do that. Like I make, like my furniture went on there and, you know, I would pay it off before the month. Like if I didn't have the money, the cash for it, I wasn't putting on my credit card. That's how scared I was. Like the first few years of building back my credit, I would not spend what I did not have like it it just wasn't like I was too afraid I was like I didn't want to mess it up I had to build it so some of the things I did one was put big purchases on there and at one point I would leave my credit card in the house and take cash with me another thing I did was with to better my credit was I put on the the low credit one for $200 I will only put like Netflix on there and paid off every month so like this credit card, any automatic payments, I'll put it on there, but then I'll budget for for it. And I've probably paid, I want to say in total for that over, like it's so many years that I've had this credit card, I probably paid $60 of interest because I don't play that. Like if I don't have the cash for it, then I'm not going to use it. That's, And I think that's good. It's, it's helped me to build my credit. I made sure that I didn't forget to pay each month. I made sure that I wasn't spending on swiping my card on little things. Sometimes I did. I'm not going to lie. I wasn't perfect all the time. Like 
I shouldn't be using my card in Target. Like I shouldn't be using my card on gifts for people. Like I don't think that credit cards should be used for that. So I keep that in mind when I'm about to swipe. Like, is this an emergency? Do I need this? Right. So I just feel like that whole situation had me so stressed. But at the same time, it made me better with my finances. It made me focused and like, I was able to push myself and learn. Like, I really felt like it was, yo, y'all don't understand. I really felt like it was the end of the world when that happened. Only $30,000, but I felt like it was the end of the world. Like, I didn't, I've never seen that type of money. I didn't think that was ever going to happen. And then the interest is disappearing over time. Like, oh my gosh, but I'm just thankful that God got me out of that situation. But yeah, that was, that was it. Like, I feel like we spend carelessly when we don't have a golden goal in mind. So my goal was always increasing my credit score. So that's what pushed me like, all right, you're not going to play yourself. You're not going to not pay this bill or wait or not pay it on time because you know they're recording it. Um, I did learn recently that I think it's, you're supposed to let, is it you're supposed to allow the credit card to report that you have a balance on on your card. So when they send the statement, that's when you pay it. I was always paying it whenever I had I got paid, I was paying my credit card off. So I don't I don't know if I was doing that, but a suggestion was made because they want your credit card to report your uses so that when you pay it off, it shows that you're making your payments on time and that you're in good standing. That's another reason why I put my Netflix on one of my credit cards with the lower um, balance was because, or the credit line, because I wanted to show that I'm actually using the card. Even though I didn't need it, it was just, again, to build my credit. So that's a tip that I have for using your credit card. I didn't pay attention to that. I just, like, every time I got paid, the money was going towards my card, and that was it. Um, But now I have a money team. Like, we talk about our goals. We talk about our finances. I don't play that, like. I, when I hear something, I'm sharing with other people. And that's why you're going to hear from me more when it comes to that stuff, too. Like, I want to hear from you. Like, what what is your biggest money mistake? Spending mistake could be like right now. I'm OK. Like, I'm happy with my credit score. I'm excited. I'm, I'm really proud of myself because that does take patience. It's a big thing that I don't have. But I didn't have a choice in this case. Right. But just me just changing my attitude about it eventually and just trying to figure out a solution. I think I wish, I wish I would have known better to like not let that ruin my life for the first couple of months. I was so embarrassed. Oh my gosh. Like when the, my friends at school was like, where'd your car go? I was like, Oh, it's at home. No, it's gone. Like I couldn't even admit that. Not even to my closest friends, but people make mistakes. So that's my biggest financial mistake was purchasing a car and not paying attention or doing my research more than what I did um, making that purchase, trusting that people had this my best interest at heart because they did not. Um, but yeah, I made it out and I'm, I'm better, you know, for that. It took some time. So I'm hoping I never make a mistake like that again. But yeah, so that was my biggest mistake. And one, create a money team. 
ask someone to help you hold yourself accountable for being better with your finances and that you can do the same for have someone that can you can talk through things or situations or ask advice Two, set a goal and make sure you keep your eye on the pie. So right now my goal is to pay off my student loans. If I come across extra money in my budget, I'm not going to spend it or go shopping. I'm going to put it towards my student loans or put it in my savings, right? And three, be patient with yourself. Don't feel stressed or overwhelmed to get things done immediately. Be patient. And if you fall off the wagon, because I've done it a couple of times, get right back up. I hope you took something away from this story. Thank you so, so much for listening. Remember, new episodes air every Wednesday. Tell me about your biggest mistake. DM me, email me. You can find me on Instagram at custommadeinnewyork. Or you can email me at custommadeinnewyork at gmail.com.